From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with radio industry professional of 25 years, Siobhan Gavigan, founder and managing director of Ireland's only independent radio management company, The Radio Room. Siobhan spotted a gap in the market for an honest, independent, data-backed service for radio and audio advertisers. So coupling her love of radio and extensive knowledge of the world of advertising means her clients get an eclectic mix of solutions for their marketing plans. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Siobhan. Siobhan, the first thing I did this morning when we came down to the breakfast table was to turn on the radio and to tune in and to listen. And then I just was thinking, my God, how the radio landscape has changed so much over the last number of years and decades, especially when I think as to the radio that I was used to versus what my children are used to. How, you know, given your expertise in the whole area, how do you see that landscape has changed over the years um it's it's funny actually it's 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 changed radically in some ways and not at all in others so and by that i mean how we consume radio um is still very traditional so basically 91 percent of the population in ireland listen to radio weekly um, and listen to it on an fm device or actually 90 percent listen on an fm device and so it's uh it really is amazing how traditional we are when we listen and by fm device i mean we listen in the car we listen we have it on in the kitchen as you say in in the mornings or whatever time of day we like to tune in um but the way the content is created has changed a lot and by stations and by that i mean if you if you go into a radio station now it's very much about visual as well as audio so a radio station studio now looks more like a television studio actually uh, because they're creating they're not just creating audio content and they're creating content that will be fed out across social media across uh, listen back uh, on various platforms um, we have a plethora of them at the moment and um, so yeah so it's very different from the inside of a radio station but how we consume radio hasn't really changed with just 10 percent uh, of us or nine percent of us should i say uh, listening on digital devices, which is Alexa, Google Home, etc. Yeah, and I suppose when you think of it as well, you know, we're very much off to tuning in and a certain program being on at a certain time. But having said that, you know, and you know, this is a prime example of it, is it very often, you know, we listen on demand more so. Yeah, and there's lots of platforms there that will allow us to do that. So, and actually that's why digital audio is blowing up um, the likes of podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, various different music streaming services. So it really depends what you want. There's there's any amount of options for the listener there. Um, I suppose from my point, my expertise uh, is trying to get the right placement because it also raises an issue. There's so much competition out there now. So, you know, you've got your, we've got 36 radio stations in Ireland, which is phenomenal for the small population that we've got. And um, so really it's about getting the balance right between the radio, FM radio listening, pre-roll, which is when you ask Alexa or Google Home to play your favorite podcast or artist or radio station that they're served an ad before you hear that. Um, and also targeting the new audio mediums, which is Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, all the digital. Yeah, so there's there's plenty of choice for everybody. 
So when I think, you know, of our listeners that are listening in here today, you know, many of us, you know, listening, for example, from a news perspective or to hear what's going on. But then as well as that, you see, you talked about people listening in for particular content and that's very much in your podcast and you're choosing the topic and what you listen to. But when we come from a business perspective, you know, um, and you mentioned there are over 36 radio stations, which are a huge source of advertising for a lot of businesses, be it on a national level or on a local level, depending on where your customers are. You know, we all know how important it is for companies, you know, to get the marketing right and to reach out to the right people. But, you know, sometimes, you know, when you are dealing with a budget, how do you know that you're spending your money in the right place? Um, it's not an easy task, which is one of the reasons why the radio room was born. Um, what we do is we start with the uh, our client's main demographic. So their main customer, what what one person do they want lots more of in their business? So and I always ask clients to kind of simplify it as much as possible. If your main customer, so that one person that you want lots and lots more of, if they walk into your premises or into your into the room that you're sitting in right now, what do they look like? Are they male, female? Are they, uh, what part of the country do they live in? What's their situation? Are they a parent? And what age are they? And and be very specific. I always ask clients and actually it, it sounds very simple, but it's quite a difficult task to do because so many clients say, oh, we're all adults. We want to reach everybody, um, you know, or we're we're 20 to 54 year olds. And that's quite difficult to, to narrow down when it comes to radio stations because there's so many. Um, radio naturally reaches an all adult audience anyway. And um, the strongest age group listening to radio or demographic listening to radio is 35 to 54 year old females. So if your business is targeting 35 to 54 year old females. Radio should absolutely be part of your plan. Um, so what we do is when we take uh, that key demographic and actually some clients have given them a name, which is amazing. So I have one particular client who shall remain nameless, but their target customer is Tara and Tara is 38 and she has two dogs and she's just bought her first home and she's living with her partner. And it's so specific, but that is amazing. And that will help you to target any marketing activities you're doing, not just radio. So that's just something that I would recommend that, that businesses do have a look at. And that's so important, brings whole, you know, it circles back to really knowing who your customer is, doesn't it? And, you know, yeah. getting it out there. So if we just think, you know, of your typical SME landscape out there, sometimes there might have been a perception saying that, oh, such advertising was outside of my reach because I have to pay for it. I'll stick with just, you know, the free Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever that is. But actually, when you think of, you know, what is possible or what would your advice be to SMEs that have identified their demographic, maybe being, you know, your male or your female in the, say, 30 to 50 year old bracket that are maybe first time buyers or, you know, depending on what your product or service is. Um, what advice would you give to them when considering radio campaigns and putting advertising on a particular station? Well, the 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 amazing, powerful thing about radio is that it's the most trusted medium in the country, uh, right up there with television. Social media is the lowest when it comes to trust. Um, and actually Irish radio has the strongest trust and the strongest loyalty in Europe for radio listening. So as a nation, we love radio. Um, so what radio does is it gives you that trust. So I would say it anchors your brand. Um, it's very important that you have that anchor and that you have that one medium that you know is doing a great job for you, is very credible, is 
you know, well-established, it's like any business that you want to work with. You want to have all those sentiments there as well. Um, and, you know, with radio, because it's a traditional medium, people love it. They love or hate particular presenters. Um, you know, everyone has has one they love, one they don't like. Um, it's There's great talkability about radio, but credibility is the number one kingpin that radio has that other new media does not have. So I would always say if you can, and obviously, you know, budgets allowing um, and radio is actually it's a very low cost of entry. Obviously, if you're looking at the big national radio stations, there's going to be a higher investment there. But in general, and compared to lots of other mediums, the return on investment is very strong. Yeah, very interesting, because I wouldn't actually have, you know, realized, I suppose, the weighting and the influential powers that radio actually does have you know, and how trusting we are of who we hear and what we hear. And I think, look, we all know the fiasco that blew, that has blown up, you know, over the last couple of weeks with regard to certain presenters and money and earning. But it just goes to show as well the great standing that we host, hold a lot of presenters, do you know what I mean? And so if we've just got somebody that's listening in and is thinking about doing a campaign, what should their steps be or next steps be? Well, obviously, the first step should be to contact the radio room. Hello at the radio room.ie. Um, and... I guess the, the few things that are very important before you start planning radio is to have an idea of your budget. I know sometimes it's a million dollar question because, you know, people want to hear lots of options, but it helps us to narrow down because what I don't want to do is send a proposal for a radio plan to a client who has maybe 2000 or 5000 and I send them a plan for 20,000. I don't want to scare people off. My mission in life actually is to champion radio as a really really credible way to grow your brand and so the first thing to do is have a rough budget in mind what you want to work with have that main core target um customer in mind know your taras know your taras exactly know your product and that goes for every single sector in the world actually um and every every sales business and sure who's not selling um but yeah absolutely um to have your budget have your target and actually after that i guess the message is very important as well um i'm i'm like a broken record asking clients to to you know try and break outside of that standard template of a radio ad um, because you know the ad breaks can be boring, let's face it, but radio is entertaining and informative and your ad should be too. So if your ad is entertaining and informative, it's going to stand out with the clutter. Um, all the commercial radio stations in the country, um, which pretty much is all the non-RTE radio stations, they have 10 minutes of ads that they can sell every hour. The RTE stations have four and a half minutes of ads, which is limiting for RTE but actually good on a commercial sense it's really good for clients because there's less clutter because the ad breaks are much shorter uh, but if you're advertising on commercial radio it's really important to have a really good ad because they're very very busy ad breaks yeah it needs to be catchy because so you know straight away I'm thinking back to the last time I listened to the radio well you know what ad or what jingle or just doing something different it really stands out from an auditory perspective, doesn't it? It does. And actually we do uh, with Keith Walsh, who does lots of work with the radio room. Keith is uh, ex-breakfast show presenter on 2FM and all around radio anorak like myself. But uh, Keith does uh, radio room live Instagram uh, every every single month, actually, the, generally the last Friday of every month where he talks to various different people from whether it's advertising land or radio land. And every time he does the live, he asks people, what's your favorite radio ad? And nine times out of 10, it's the Barry's ad. 
which is the uh, Christmas ad. The Christmas and that's, ad. Yes. And it's it's the, the kind of older gentleman who's talking or he's going looking back to his youth when he got um, a train from his mm-hmm. dad Santa. and you'll never guess what Santa brought. And it's just it's a long ad. It's like 60 seconds to 90 seconds long. Um, but it's just it's it's perfect timing. It's a perfect voiceover. It's a perfect sentiment to back up the brand. Um, and that's definitely the, the number and that's one another radio key ad. Thing as well, isn't it? Is the timing, as you said. Is having the timing right. So beat in yeah. the morning, beat in the midday, beat in the ad, e- evening time. You need to make sure your listener is listening in at the time of the day that you place the ad. Absolutely. And actually, if I and I guess it's a mistake that some clients make. Um, it's it's it was done years and years ago where, for example, Ian Dempsey would have been still is the biggest breakfast show in the country, apart from Morning Ireland, which is talk radio, so they're kind of slightly different. But um, years and years ago, clients would want to advertise on Ian Dempsey only. And that was great. And that worked amazing and still works amazingly well. But people are a lot busier than they were 20 years ago. We have a lot more coming at us every time we drive down the street. There's different sites for ads. There's different ways we consume media, different ways we get our news. Um, so actually a better campaign now and it, it it grows the two most important things in radio are audience reach and frequency and audience reach is how many people hear your ad and frequency is how many times they hear it so it's really important to work to both of those things and the main the best radio ads and radio campaigns will follow listeners as they go about their day so rather than doing one ad in breakfast so you've got five ads monday to friday and you're trying to get that person in their car on the way to work. Actually, if you're looking for lots and lots more people to hear the ad, you're better to do three, four or five ads across the day because if you don't get them in the morning because they might have jumped out of the car to get petrol or whatever reason, drop the kids off at school, you'll get them on the school run on the way home or you'll get them when they've put the kitchen on, when they're cooking at the weekends or you'll get them when they're on the way to the supermarket on a Saturday mid-morning so actually a more strategic campaign is to try and follow that Tara that main listener as they go about their day and that makes total sense because actually it's not about always hoping that you catch them as you said having their bowl of cornflakes in the morning you know at the breakfast table actually following them your you know your I suppose your likelihood of success in getting their attention is much you know is is much higher um, Siobhan, you've been an absolute mindful, you know, of information there, of things that I didn't realize as much maybe as how important and the influential part that radio does actually play in our lives, but also in, I suppose, really how we can create affordably targeted campaigns once we know our persona and our customers so well and know who we're reaching out to. So it's no yeah. wonder that you and the radio rooms have, you know, been acknowledged by the All-Ireland Business Foundation two years in a row with your business all-star. What does this mean for you and for, you know, the business, especially when you mentioned earlier about the importance of trust, you know, in radio? We're absolutely thrilled to have our two in a row um, business all-star accreditation. Um, I guess, you know, we have we share very, very similar sentiments. So that that trust, that credibility, reliability and that customer focus, actually, that reflects all of the sentiments behind my business as well and um, i know that if people potential clients or clients see the stamp 
on my email signature or on the, my LinkedIn profile or the website, they know straight away that we're reputable, professional and well-established. Um, and also, actually, it's it's been amazing for it's brought a lot of new and great opportunities for PR and content. Um, you know, content, content is the is the buzzword at the moment. But there's so much um, that the AIBF brings as regards content. And there's so much that can be used and rejigged and reused. Um, it's amazing. And actually all of the marketing kit that we, we got through, um, there's, there's loads and loads of mileage in that. Um, and also just on a personal and business level, there's terrific support from the foundation. So whether it's the, the regional meetups or the uh, annual event in Crow Park, it's an amazing support from a business level, especially the likes of myself. I collaborate with a lot of people. I have a lot of people around me and that I'm working with every week. But from a day to day, I work a lot by myself. So to know that I can reach out and there's that network there to support us, that is absolutely priceless. That's fantastic to hear, Siobhan, especially when we know that how important it is to be, you know, have come from a position of trust in the marketplace but also portraying that your customer's best interests are at heart at all times. Siobhan, before we wrap up, what next for the radio rooms? Um, what's next? Well, there's lots of plans uh, coming up. I know that uh, we are spending an awful lot of time at the moment on digital audio. So trying to make sure that that's being monetized correctly and that we're getting the right balance of FM radio and digital audio because we can't ignore it. It's digital audio is coming at us at a, a massive speed. Um, we are also looking to grow the team as well. It's uh, extremely difficult to get, I, I guess, as a, an entrepreneur, I, I'm always looking for a mini me or somebody like myself. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes it can be my downfall because I, I try to do everything myself. Um, but I've learned over the years that uh, actually it's very important to collaborate with really good people that you trust. Um, other things on the go, uh, we are growing the social media side of things. I'm constantly working on the marketing, but actually it's very important to keep pulling back to sales and revenue because obviously the more activity that's going out the more business and the more activities coming back in um so yeah really just putting in a a good day's work and keep it going i mean ultimately we want to continue and strengthen our offering which is to be the go-to for businesses looking to grow their brand on irish radio well i'm sure many of the businesses and many of our listeners that are tuning in here today will be reaching out to you um because i think you've really opened i suppose maybe pandora's box in certain aspects as to like we you know what people's perceptions were versus the benefits and the value of considering radio advertising so i just encourage any of our listeners if you do have questions or queries or would like to consider putting radio or audio into your campaigns do reach out to siobhan at the at the radio rooms she's a two in a row business all-star and a fantastic source of information thank you so much for joining me siobhan thank you elaine Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carroll. Goodbye. Goodbye.